0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for season 12, episode 6, titled Snatch Game. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined as always by the prima, prima donna. From the podcast pod is my co pilot. Please say, How about you mind your own fucking business? To, t- <laughs> to, t- <laughs> to Taylor the latte boy hello taylor the
1: latte boy <laughs> hello joe <laughs> that's another good one.
0: Oh, really because i was between two for that one i and i was like i was wondering if i made the right choice here let me play the other one this is the only thing right. and i really up until the last second this was the other one
1: sorry that i have not been able to break free of the voices and the things going on in my head no, you picked the right one. Uh, okay, you picked good. the right one. That one was way too long and the added the additional music whereas yeah. this was this was I'm I'm way behind on podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. And I just started listening last night to our episode 2. Oh my goodness. Of where where you say um you know, where you said, please give it up for it. You know, you're the reason I, I'm addicted to drugs. And I laughed, again, just as hard because I forgot that that was the thing. So th- this was this was a good one.
0: This was oh, a good very one. Very good. Uh, anyway, Taylor the Latte Boy, you know, everyone should know we've already recorded our uh, Just Between Us Girls segment. So we're going to jump right into mm-hmm. the show. And uh, But if you want to hear what Taylor and I talked about, which is so funny, now I can tell you what we talked about. We talked about Taylor fucking his husband in the middle of the day. What else did we or talk about? Or the hopes of it. What else did we talk about? Oh, we talked we, I about talked about my work, your job. What's I talked about I'm me emailing out? Crystal. I talked about mm-hmm. some podcasters who did not respond to my email. They can go fuck themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And um,
1: <laughs> building bridges. Okay.
0: <laughs> building bridges, but more like an incline and um, or a decline. And um, I feel there was a, a lot. Of, uh, by the way, if you're an Animal Crossing fan too, there's a whole separate segment we did about Animal Crossing. It's it's it was a whole it was like a 30 minute just between us girls segment. Taylor, yeah, where we, uh, that's yeah. just what I remember the big topics that we talked about.
1: You have, uh, you had a weird dream. You I had a weird dream. I drew hair on my chest. He did draw hair on his chest. I don't yeah. have to do that because I have hair on my chest.
0: I don't have like Taylor. I don't. I. I this is the mistake. You don't have like and, any hair on your chest. No, none, zero. I'm just a smooth think that <laughs> anyway oh i gotta stop i didn't even fade out of the music uh yeah that's all right we're still doing the intro yeah we're still doing the intro all right so anyway go to patreon.com afterthoughtmedia to hear and see you can actually see that all of that goodness all right this week, the, tr- the Queens try to make Rue laugh in this season's Snatch Game. On the runway, the category is Frozen Eleganza. Gigi Goodwin's her second main challenge of the season, while Britta and Aiden Zane end up in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives, Britta was told, Shantae, you stay, while Aiden Zane was asked, to sachet away, Taylor the Latte Boy named two things you liked about the episode, and
1: one thing you did not. I thought this was a... Good snatch game. There was I kind of remember last year really not liking snatch game, so I I go into this now it, feeling like we get diminished returns. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like there were some really sh- strong people. The the top three were the strongest, I think. But um, so I enjoyed that. I I enjoyed the theme for the runway mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I did not like was. Hmm. It it felt I'm trying to think of the thing that that I, I thought of something and I can't remember what it is. Um yeah. it, it, it was this was an okay episode. I don't know that there was anything that I necessarily super disliked. I mean, mm-hmm. other than my standard answer of Britta being extra. Mm-hmm. Um I think that it's good that she had to lip sync. And, uh, I thought that she gave a strong performance, but for reasons that we'll talk about when we talk about the lip sync and, um, yeah, I mean, just, just Britta at this point, Britta. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Britta. If I can kind of add an asterisk to that, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: this week's untucked just was a huge mess. I have no idea what was going on in untucked this week. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was a lot of chaos. So. Oh, wait a minute.
0: Now that I think about it, maybe it'll happen at the beginning. They they never resolve Gigi and Heidi. She said, we'll talk about this right. later. And then, But maybe yeah. you know, at the top of the show is, is when they come back to that stuff. And so yeah. at the top of next week's show, that's when they come back to it. Um, what from, about you? Okay. So for me, look, here's the deal. When I get a crush on somebody, there are so many factors at play. Okay? Obviously, the physical attraction is a big part of it. But then there's little quirks and movements and, and in, in idiosyncrasies the person might have that I find very attractive. Okay, yeah. And the more I learn about the person, the more I grow connected to them and I'm attracted to them. And I want to marry them. And I have to tell you, especially this episode, Gigi Good put me over the top. So, Gigi
1: Good, this was a great episode for her this week.
0: Yeah, it was a great episode. Now look, I'm not generally, like, like, Gigi Good isn't physically, I mean, in a lot of ways she is, but in a lot of ways she's not my type. But Mm -hmm. man, just her personality and the way she moves, the way she moves is just very sexy to me. Like, there's a, Mm -hmm. it's so quick and it's so funny how as, as, uh, Gay people, maybe all men are like this, but like there's a moment at the top, at the at the at the hi- when they heighten, you know, when they heighten the cold open, the act one, when they like um go like that music builds and it goes yeah, bum 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 right, and she th- she's swirling her head and then she like throws the wig down and she sashays away, yeah. like. Oh, that was so fucking sexy to me. And she was just so <laughs> zip. Yeah, zip. And then Hands also, drop it to the floor. Also, I love, as I've said many times before, I'm not one of those gay bros. I love me a femme drag queen. So when Gigi gave that whole speech during um, elimination day that she doesn't really identify with any gender and blah, 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 I thought that was so fucking sexy. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm all about Gigi good now. And so we're going to get married, okay. is what I'm trying to say. Okay, um, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Gigi aware of this? No. Does she have to be? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of important. Mm. All right. Next, RuPaul looked so good this week.
1: Yes. Yes. I hoped that we would talk about her. Yeah. I, I gasped when she mm-hmm. came out. And honestly. Great, great hair and yes, outfit. It's
0: like, it kind of makes sense, like, why they fired Delta. <laughs> Look, as one fat gay Mexican to another, bitch, you were not doing your job. You know, like, because she made her look a Delta. It was just Delta's hair. Yeah. You know, and this one, it was so different from anything we saw Delta ever do. And it looked so amazing and so good. And I think from the preview from next week, it looks like she looks amazing next week, too.
1: Yes, she's, she's got crazy, like, kind of shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Really, really super big hair. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited yeah, for that yeah. look as well.
0: Whoever they got now was amazing. Um, the thing I didn't like, and this is going to be a very interesting discussion, I think this might be one of the worst Snatch games I've ever seen. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I have a lot of thoughts about this, but we'll get about the Snatch Game, because I did peek at the Discord, and I peeked at Reddit, and uh, Discord more than Reddit disagreed with me, um, but um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this, and so uh, we'll talk about that in detail. Uh, but let's get right into the episode. Um, after Nikki's elimination, Heidi tells the others they'd better watch out because she doesn't plan on lip-syncing again. After Jan asks her how she's feeling, Britta once again tells Aiden she should have been in the bottom. And the next day, it's a new work—it's a new day in the workroom, and RuPaul enters to announce this week's Maxi Challenge.
1: Now, ladies, for this week's Maxi Challenge, we're playing the Snatch Game. <laughs>
0: Celebrity that you can impersonate, then make me and the world laugh. Uh, later in the workroom, the girls discuss the characters they're considering. Brit is thinking about playing Jennifer Holiday, Jada's chosen Cardi B, Jackie doesn't recognize Widow's Tinta Turner wig, and to the other queen's confusion, Aiden plans to play Rocky Horror Picture Show actress Patricia Quinn. Taylor, a lot to talk about right here. We have the Cold Open to talk about, and we have, mm-hmm. um, the the Mac they didn't they didn't do any mini challenge they just jumped right into the maxi challenge and right into the workroom.
1: Your thoughts? The the opening the the cold open felt to me produced. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was a need on the producers' part to say because all of the good stuff that happened last week in Untucked the big fight. Some people, I think they're looking at it as people don't just watch the whole two hour block or if you're only purchasing like the season pass on iTunes or something, you may not be purchasing on Tucked as well. So it felt very much like a, you know, hey, Britta, why don't you talk about your feelings? on, you know, Or when Jan said, you know, Britta, how do you feel about the, that? That it, it was it was a way to sort of kind of push that along. Which also made good for the narrative because then it was the two of them going up against each other at the lip sync. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm I'm sick of hearing about it, and I'm glad that we don't have to hear about that. And now Britta doesn't have that to fall back on. Mm -hmm. Where Britta says, I don't understand why I'm doing so well when there's somebody like that. Well, now, as we saw in Untucked, that people are starting to call her on that. That, you know, well, yeah, yes, you were New York Entertainer of the Year, but that's not doing any good here, girl. She won't fucking stop mentioning that.
0: (laughs) Entertainer of the year? Right. According to whom? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the Bill De Blasio called her and said, "Listen, Britta, <laughs> I got to bring you up to City Hall. We found out you're Entertainer of the Year." Right. Um, the
1: Tina Turner wig issue. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a really good Tina Turner wig. I mean, I know that in the '90s, Tina. You know, when you think about Tina Turner's hair. At least the way I do, you think of that Mm. 80s where it's completely where where she's where it's it's almost like a mullet kind of thing where it goes down and rests on her shoulders. And it wasn't until the mid 90s when she was doing like the Wildest Dreams tour and things like that, that she had that very short in the back and then just sort of this big thing up top. Uh So I got who it was, but it makes sense that people wouldn't necessarily know that that was supposed to be Tina Turner.
0: Well also especially someone, I, I feel I, I know T- Taylor you might not, not I know you're a Tina Stan, but mm-hmm. um, it, it wouldn't because Tina Turner has, for I would say for the past in this millennium not really been a pop, big pop presence, you know? And no, I so would f- agree with that. Yeah, so for someone as young as Jackie, who's probably in her mid to late 20s, I don't know how old is Jackie Cox. I think um, she's.
1: Uh, I think she's one of the oldest ones. I think she's early thirties.
0: Okay, but still, that I couldn't. I couldn't understand. Like, not like knowing. I mean, Jackie knew who Tina Turner was. Once they said, "Oh, it's Tina Turner," she's like, "Oh, okay." But I could see not knowing that that was a Tina Turner wig style. Does yeah, that make sense? That's what Especially I'm saying. Especially not being black. I could see maybe a black gay knowing because they see a lot of uh, either themselves or black other black drag queens doing Tina Turner. But like, if you're just, you know. A, a 20-something-year-old Persian drag queen, why would you know that specific wig? And like you said, it wasn't a very good... It was a shitty, it wasn't and go a wig. It was
1: a shitty wig, but I yeah. also... Okay, but I'm also going to say that I think that if you are tr- truly trying to be America's Next Drag Superstar that you should know oh. gay pop culture of the oh. last I mean, I think from at the very least from Judy Garland on who are the huge icons and Tina Turner is definitely one of those icons. I'm not faulting Jackie for not knowing who Tina Turner was. I'm faulting Widow because it was a shit wig.
0: No, you're right. And this is some. Uh, this is a topic that we will get into in depth when we talk about the Snatch Game because I think what you're saying there and we talked about it on previous Snatch Games um, and we'll we'll explore that even further there. Um, any other thoughts on the workroom? You know, there's something that happened in the cold open, and I can't remember what it was. But I remember I I, I was rewatching it this morning. And I was doing other things that I rewatched, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself during the the opening act. Oh, I should have taken a note on that. That's something I want to bring up with Taylor. Now again, I can't remember what it was. I didn't take a note then. Um, yeah. okay. So let's move on. During the table, we're going to the table visits. Rue enters the workroom with former contestant Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Heidi tells Rue she plans to play Leslie Jones, but Rue and Miss Vangi tell her she should play someone with a southern accent. Jan, plan, Jan plans to play portray Bernadette Peters. Crystal wants to play indie pop persona Poppy. Rue recommends El DeBarge before Crystal breaks down in tears. Frustrated with her mediocre reception, does far Vanessa hits on Jackie who plans on playing Lisa Rinna or Julie Andrews and Gigi plans to play a literal robot named Maria that we got to talk about but Rue is concerned that a robot doesn't have a sense of humor Taylor your thoughts on the table visits
1: much like the annoyance of um, Heidi not using her full name and refusing to use her full name the whole El DeBarge thing we get it. You think she looks like Elder Barge, but now that she's referring to her as Elder Barge, I find it to be very disrespectful. I, I feel like you're not really you're seeing what you want to see, and you're forcing that down everybody else's throat versus recognizing Crystal's vision, Crystal's aesthetic, Crystal who Crystal is, and mm-hmm. it is I, I I find that I just find it kind of gross, and that they play the music, you know, under her and everything. It's I, I don't like that. I, 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 it makes it makes me mad. I, you know, I'm not a huge Crystal fan, but I really appreciate what she's doing more than I expected to this season. Mm-hmm. And it when she does that, it makes me mad for Crystal. It feel it feels slightly bullying to me.
0: Oh, really? It's so funny that you interpret it that way, and and, and it 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 actually speaks to probably um, what I'm going to say next. So, I will tie it in where it feels like pulling on a little girl's ponytails, and that's the way of boys flirting with her. I know what's funny is I know for a fact Rupaul's talked about it she actually likes very tall men, like I think her husband's a perfect example of her type, so yeah. um, she actually likes very, very tall white men uh-huh but I get a uh, I get a very strong flirty sense from Rupaul. I feel like Rupaul is like smitten with crystal, and it's uh, yeah
1: it's clear that she ha- she sees something in crystal and she really yeah, likes crystal <laughs> she sees her go fucking crystal right but she but it's it's where she's not really focused like she, she's then let give crystal an opportunity to really show who she is and part of that is by going by the name crystal method mm-hmm. Instead of just this, where we're just beating, we're just punching this Eldebarge Barge at her to where at some point, like you know, if by some chance they do the live finale, mm-hmm. you know they're going to have a video with Elde Barge where Elda Barge is going to talk to Crystal um, on a Elder video.
0: Barge. What is he doing? He'll come out and sing the fucking song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it, it it just we we get it, we get it. Move on, kind of thing. So that that's that's my issue with it. You know, where we've we've seen like on Twitter where it says no one, absolutely no one at all. Then it says RuPaul, you know, Crystal has an Elder Barge wig. (laughs) Crystal looks just like Elder Barge. Yeah,
0: no, I see. I see what you mean. But I think RuPaul wants to get inside Crystal so badly. I think she wants to top Crystal. See, I think the bottom. Go ahead.
1: We also got the, um, you know, I'm your new mommy now scene this week with, uh, with where she actually allowed, she allowed RuPaul to touch her and hug her. So. Yeah. But, and
0: it, she like jumped on like the second, like the second Crystal cry, she was like, I'm going to give that bitch a fucking tight ass hug and just feel her little <laughs> twink body next up to me. Yeah. RuPaul wants to fuck Crystal
1: like hard. And. I will say this. Crystal said one of the funniest things in the entire C episode when Ruth says, Is there anything I could say to you right now? And she said, Congratulations, you're the winner of this week's challenge. Yeah. I thought was very, very funny yeah. and very, very quick. So yeah. I I I get that we definitely have some listeners and I've seen a lot of like uber love for Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that I'm not quite there. But like I said earlier, I really, when we watched the Meet the Queens, I'm like, oh, she's the first one yeah, out. No. And she's really She's really she's 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 really growing on me as a strong as a strong look queen, which I did not expect that to be the case at all. She has a very distinct style and is still able to modify it within what the judges want. So I, I'm I, I'm enjoying seeing what she's bringing down the runway every week and, and her looks.
0: I'm I not think, a big fan
1: of the whole character she did, but
0: we'll talk about that. It's um, it, it, I think the Meet the Queens highlights. Crystal's weakness and or problem. Because she's getting a Candy yeah. hoe edit so far. And for those of you not in the know, Candy Ho edit means we don't see you. You're not a voice, yeah. right? And um, it's one of these things where uh, Crystal, I think the Meet the Queens highlights why she's getting that Candy Ho edit. I don't mm-hmm. think she's very good in the confessional type Situation, and yeah. I think she freezes up. She gets two in her head, and that's why when you and I—that makes sense. When you and I saw, we both like, oh, she's going home. She sounds like a loser. Yeah, and I think the editors are having trouble finding clips to have because look, anybody who says because of the Sherry Pie problem, anybody who has anything interesting to say, the editors will take it and put it in place, right? Yeah, and we're not seeing the fact that we're losing Crystal in a Sherry Pie. Edit thing speaks to that her 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 confessionals were not very good. They anytime she's asked yeah. something interesting, say they 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 put it in. But uh, yeah, I I think that's sort of the problem, and I think that's what that's why we thought she didn't go very far based on Meet the Queens. Um, I want to talk a little bit. Let's talk about it now before we get into the snatch game because it's highlighted here. Uh, let's talk about some different choices. Um, as we saw, no, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about it. we'll go down the runway when we not, not down the lineup when we go. But let me just anything else here. Um. The elder barge stuff. Uh, Vanessa hitting on Jackie. Any problem with that,
1: or not knowing who? No, Julie I think was? that's just who Vanessa is. I, when we saw the preview for this week's episode where they brought in Vanjie, mm-hmm. I didn't understand why. Especially when they brought in Jinx last season to talk to the girls before snatch game, and now then it made sense. So instead of just having another winner come in, they have somebody who did so badly explaining this is what you want to avoid to do it. It, it, it made more sense and I thought Vanjie, Vanjie is somebody who we've definitely from the very first episode when she went home till now, we've seen th- this is an example, I think Rue brings her in to kind of show the growth of some of these girls. I mean, Vanji was very on her on her toes and very back and forth and kind of, I mean, they were using a lot of analogies of like kind of volleying back and forth and, and Vanji is an example of somebody who can do that now. And is and was I'm assuming I feel like she will look like she was having a lot of fun coming back to the set, and I you kind of get that feeling that she is beloved by the Drag Race crew. So it felt like because it's there were times where it almost looked like she was talking to them and not necessarily the contestants, and it it was it was it was fun to watch her.
0: I well, a couple of things. Uh, I saw this on the internet, but also after Buzz TV's J. Ellis texted me while he was watching the show and said, "I think RuPaul just learned the word volley because that." <laughs> I mean, that she kept saying that word. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, next, I actually think your analysis is too generous towards RuPaul in the production. I think what happened is one uh no matter what you can say about RuPaul i mean about Vangie as a contestant on RuPaul's drag race what cannot be denied is that she's amazing television all right mm-hmm. she's amazing to watch she's amazing to listen to and she makes things more interesting just by her being there i think they if they didn't have this planned that there was a uh you know what these bitches are so fucking boring they all get along they don't fight we need to liven up this, th- to get some, something going. So especially this is yeah. a snatch game. We want to make it fun and have a good, and so they bring in Vanji to, to like sort of like spark up the energy in the, in the um, workroom. Because, again, with the exception of Aiden, I'm very curious to see what happens next week because they all get along. The only real kind of problem was with Aiden. And I even think that was heightened for the show.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they definitely, with Untucked, they they're moving into where it's going to be Heidi versus the girls. I feel like Heidi's feelings were heard, and even if it's short term, mm-hmm. that's going to be where they get the drama next week.
0: I also wanted to talk about something. So I'm I'm going to spoil something. Not really, Taylor. I'm going to spoil last week's rumor mill with you. So the the rumor mill we ha- we had nailed it that uh, Gigi was going to play a robot. But the rumor world got confused because um, uh, the actual name of the robot that uh, Gigi was playing, I believe, his named Sophie. Okay, and she called her robot Maria. Now, Maria, the robot, is a uh, is the name of the main character in a silent film called Metropolis. Okay, and, she a, and oh, be- okay, I've yeah. seen, that. I've seen pieces of that yeah. which if you did a, a makeup as and and cosplay as a gay person i think maria the robot from from metropolis is a gay icon too right? so uh um, yeah. so the rumor was that she was going to play maria the, the robot from metropolis and i think it's because she named the robot that but the actual i believe the actual name of the robot i could be wrong uh is sophie the robot let me make sure about that yeah sophie the robot is that right
1: yeah, yeah, it is. People in the chat room are saying that thought the robot's name was Sophie. Oh uh, no, Sophia. I am sorry, it's called so. Her name's Sophia,
0: and okay. um, uh, so that so when you hear the rumor, that's what we got wrong. But I could see why whoever originally posted that rumor, why they originally thought it was the one from Metropolis. So, let's, so okay, Taylor. Well, that was uh the table visits. Um, before we get to the snatch game, why don't we take a break and we'll be back right after this. Alright, Taylor, we are back. Uh, let's talk about the Snatch Game. Rue introduces Snatch Game contestants Mean Girls actor Daniel Francesi and Jonathan Bennett. On the celebrity panel, Heidi in Closet is Leslie Jones. Jackie Cox is Lisa Rinna. Jada S.'s Hall is Cardi B. Jan is Bernadette Peters. Widow Von Du is Tina and slash Ike Turner. Gigi Good is uh, Maria the Robot. Aiden Zane is Patricia Quinn, who is a woman from, uh, who, an actress who was in, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Britta is Jennifer Holliday. Crystal Method is Poppy, a uh, YouTube sensation. And Sherry Pie is Catherine Hepburn. Gigi Good, Jackie Cox, and Sherry Pye are the clear frontrunners, while Krista, Britta, and Aiden struggled to get a laugh. Taylor, your thoughts on the Snatch Game?
1: Uh, I think that the who was in the top three and bottom three were correct um i thought that lisa uh jackie as lisa Rena was pretty funny um definitely got definitely got the we're gonna say harry hamlin's name a lot we're gonna self-promote as much as we do um i like that they brought in at one point she brought in the reference to melrose place because she was on she was on melrose place for one or two seasons at one point she played a crazy person on there and um it it, it, it she she was a classic snatch game character she kind of had that of where she was and she was lots of props, lots of lots of that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, as much as we hated to admit it, Sherry was funny as Catherine Hepburn with the with the scra- scraggly handwriting and and kind of just saying whatever the correct answer was to get the match. I thought that was pretty smart. Uh, however, we laughed the hardest at Gigi. We laughed at it because we thought that the the, the skull when you say, cap wait, was what you're
0: you talking about.
1: My husband and I oh okay. my husband and I, yeah. so we uh, laughed the hardest at a lot of kind of the jokes that were said and the back and forth that she had with rue um the not being able to pick up the cards, everything like that. it was it was it was uh, between the two between particularly between her and Lisa Renna, it was something different, and it took was more of a risk. I feel like you know the uh, the the real housewives have all been done numerous times and even to where they tried to get Heidi to do one of the real housewives. So she had no idea who it was. And that's just sort of a stock card possible. character. Whereas this was something that was very, very different that we've never seen before. And despite Rue saying to her, I don't think you're going to do well with this. I feel like she really kind of nailed it out of the park. So in that regards, I feel like she did really well. The, the poppy thing, this is kind of my issue with sometimes the younger Queens in Snatch Game because they do things that they are, are referencing as far as whether we had like somebody did uh Gigi Gorgeous and you know, you've got Poppy and you've got these like YouTube stars, which I also get for the younger generation. They are the celebrities, the equivalent of who we watched on TV when we were kids. But I feel like I had no idea who this person was. I had no idea if the jokes were supposed to be funny or not, or if she just was lost. And it kind of maybe whenever she, whenever she was on TV, on TV, it made me cringe. I have other thoughts, but I, I don't want to talk so much. So, what? What do you? What do you think? I'm going to go down the list because some of them just deserve
0: only like a bullet point of uh, what. Okay. Heidi and closet as Leslie Jones. I feel that she had two other characters that she bailed on at the last minute. Because why would that's a random character to do, and she didn't even do it well. Like that, there in no way. Did her personality resemble Leslie Jones whatsoever? Uh, mm-hmm. If I were to give advice, I would say she should play um, – uh, who's the woman from The Help? That's not Viola Octavia Davis. Spencer. She should play Octavia Spencer.
1: Yeah, I've seen that on Twitter, people posting pictures of the two of them next to each other.
0: Yeah, like she mm-hmm. should be Octavia Spencer. I could see the Phaedra, but if she doesn't know who she is – but, okay, guys, I'm telling you right now, here is a lesson in the Snatch Game, Okay. Here's what you do if you want to win the snatch game. I, I've got the recipe, and we're going to get Jackie Cox is an example of kind of what not to do. Believe it or not, even though she was on top, we'll see. I'll, I'll show you what I mean in a second. Is it's very simple, all right? Is you take an old timey character that RuPaul would know. You don't have to be really like that character, right? You take an old timey character that's sort of iconic, especially in gay culture, right? Mm-hmm. And then you—it's it, just—it's plug and play. You take that and then have that person say inappropriate things. Okay, a person who—an old timey character who wouldn't say inappropriate things comes on and say inappropriate things. I, I this is just literally off the top of my head. You are—I—I'm Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. And Lucille Ball comes on and says, "Oh, Ru, um, Ricky stuffed way too many dicks in my mouth. And I'm, I'm just, that's just yeah. that's not funny, but like that kind of dumb joke, right? Yeah, I was fucking friend. While the, and that is what makes RuPaul laugh. An old timey character who's not usually portrayed as dirty, coming on and being super dirty. End of story. You yeah. do that at least. You know what? I'll say this. I can't guarantee you'll win." You at least be safe, okay. If you can yeah. just do that, then then you're safe, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, now that's about winning the competition, okay. That's about winning the competition. So Leslie Jones is already known as a dirty comic who is slams it with attitude. All right, yeah. That's not Heidi's very charismatic, but she has a different kind of charisma. Okay. It's okay. not the same kind of charisma. You gotta stay within your you gotta stay in your lane. And that's not her charisma. If someone was gonna do Leslie Jones, I think Widow Von Due would have done a better Leslie Jones. Or yeah. um yeah, that's who I can think would do a better Leslie Jones because she has that same kind of like don't fuck with me charisma and I'm gonna tell you how it yeah. is. But that's not that's not how Heidi is. Mm-hmm. And so to me it was disappointing. It didn't resemble Leslie Jones at all. It was just I don't know who Hiding Closet was doing. It was really strange. All right. Jackie Cox and Lisa Rena. Okay. Let me tell you my problem with this. <clears throat> and I'm going to start it with a compliment. I think whatever Jackie Cox's name is as a boy, I don't know what it is, is a very good student. And the problem with Lisa Rinna is she seemed studied it seemed very very studied which which is funny because later on we're going to have a discussion where i'm going to agree with jackie and sherry pie about their position how you should study for the snatch game and i agree with that yeah but hers seemed a little overstudied it seemed like in other words in an earlier episode she said oh i've taken improv class i've been in- i act now i don't know this for a fact i'm just speculating here but i wouldn't be surprised and and props to you, mama Did I use that correctly? But, um, props to your mama for Jackie Cox for actually doing her homework. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if she took those improv classes to prepare for Snatch Game. But the character seemed like something that she had workshopped before she came on the show. And again, props to her for doing that. But, like, she had worked with people, probably worked with improv coaches that she knew from her improv classes. And it seemed very, very character studied. Like, it's just come out of, it's been neatly packaged. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm Mm going to say this. I'm going to say that. One of the things that Michelle lightly brushes on this, but I think it's a bigger deal, is why weren't Lisa, I mean, the thing that, uh, the person who doesn't watch, um, Real Housewives, but who might know who Lisa Rinna is, the big thing you know about her is her big-ass fucking dick-sucking lips, right? How <laughs> yeah. How is that not brought up? Like, here he has normal lip on. Like, I was telling Lauren I said in the first response what I would have done, now this is just me, is I would have come on with slightly big lips. And then the next time they came back to me, the lips are bigger. And to the point where it's yeah. like comical how big her lips are. To the point where she can't even talk. You know, right? And that would have been, and she could have said everything else. That would have been a funny bit. Everything just seemed like she she got a do it yourself recipe from Blathers of how to do a snatch game character, and she went to her workshop table and she made it. Okay, and yeah. that was sort of the problem with like I, I found it serviceable. I found mm-hmm. it like like it did the job, but did I laugh? No. I didn't and I'll be honest with you. I didn't laugh at any of these drag queens. Any of them. I this is the one snatch game cuz even the snatch game before where I said I didn't laugh, it's because only one person was good. And like and the and the proof of the and the in the pudding is this. Go back and watch it and I watched it again this morning. And anybody who knows RuPaul will agree with me. There was not one. There was one that came close, but there was not one genuine RuPaul. Like Howl with Laughter, which most snatch yeah. games, you have that. And this one, there were some that were forced because she wanted to, she was trying to like pump it into the show. But there was yeah. none where you could tell she had to put the microphone down and she's doubled over and she's like screaming. Where even to the point where sometimes you have it where other people are talking and you still hear it in the background because it's it's bleeding into other. None of this. There are a couple of forced yeah. ones and we'll tell you why they're forced in a second. But that's what it, it, we have there. I'll stop there for a second. I'll let you have a chance to talk. But um,
1: I'm going down the line. Jada Essence Hall is. Cardi B, your thoughts? Uh, Jada is one of those people who I loved on her first episode when she lip synced, and she was my she was probably my favorite of all of the um, the second group of queens that came in. I keep forgetting she's there. Yeah, like for somebody who is such a glamorous queen, mm-hmm. and like her Cardi B was they sort of did the thing in the beginning, and then that was really the only time that you saw her, except for yeah. maybe once.
0: Yeah,
1: and. It, She's another one who you're not seeing a lot of her confessionals either, um, and I I just sort of was like, okay, she's Cardi B. <laughs> I don't like the the concept of Cardi B to begin mm-hmm. with, so that was sort of one that I maybe maybe I was tuning out a little bit more because of that, but I I was not impressed.
0: Jada is so lucky that there were other people who are worse than her. This is the st- this is like she was doing like a season four level mistake on Drag Race, which is I look like this pop star. I'm gonna and then it it highlights my physical features because we know Jada loves her ass and she even brought mm. up her ass during her Cardi B. But Cardi B said nothing funny. There was nothing interesting about Cardi B. She just used it. Remember when Fifi did uh, Lady Gaga? Because yeah. to her, because she does a really good Lady Gaga. That's not what the Snatch Game is about. I can understand making yeah. that mistake though in season four. That was only the third time they had done it, you know. Right. So, uh, but by this point, bitch, how are you still making that mistake? I look like Cardi B, and I have a car. Like, I play Cardi B in uh, in my shows, and I have a nice ass. So that's gonna that's going now it, she was safe, but I think she was safe because there were so many contestants, and there were so many yeah. who were worse than she was. And, and I have horrible. a problem
1: with there being ten. 10- girls for snatch game. It should really be 8.
0: I wouldn't be I surprised think they fucking moved it up because this fucking show is the the it it's not boring because the problem is that it has nothing to do with the girls. It's almost like a season 7 problem, okay? Mm-hmm. It's the girls are very talented. It might be one of the most talented group of girls we ever had. But and yeah. this and this is actually a compliment to their characters they're not fucking bitches, except for Britta, you know? Uh-huh. They're not really... Oh, Sherry Pie, but we don't know, because Sherry Pie's been erased. But uh, apart right. from those two, the other girls are... And the one thing you can't deny about Sherry Pie is she's very talented. I, sorry to say, she is. You know, Robin Polanski's very talented, but he's also canceled. Okay? So, um... Yeah. uh is it's a very talented group of girls, and for the most part, they're very good people too. They're not trying to get there. I think, in other words, even I think Britta's drama is because her own weird insecurity issues. But right. I don't think it's because she's a cut. Let me tell you this actually. I happen to have a mutual friend with Britta, someone who knows Britta very well, but he's straight. Yeah. He worked with her at a restaurant in New York City. Okay. She was a waiter, mm-hmm. and they worked at the same restaurant. And in fact, what's funny in having the conversation, he was just—I I called him this week. I—he uh, was saying it's very weird for you to call her him because he could have him like he knows him as his boy name Jesse. Okay, right. so to him, it's this boy, guy that he knows that he worked with named Jesse, and he knows he's Britta filter, but like it, it's it's it was he wasn't opposed to it or mad. It was just like it was unnerving to hear me refer to jesse as a woman yeah and another name but anyway he was telling me that this that he doesn't watch the show but he's been seeing uh britta's social media response and something's going on and whatever and he was saying this is all so shocking he's all uh, jesse is like the nicest person ever like so nice so incredibly nice so i think and you're a mental health professional taylor that it's not even that Britta's a bitch. I think she's a nice person. She's in her in her head. She's just yeah. No, this is,
1: this is all. The, you know, I talked about last week, and I feel like I've, on the special untucked episode, we talked about the correlations that I'm seeing between this between her and Aiden particularly, and Jinx and Roxy from season five. And going back and rewatching season five stuff, you realize that it's not about Jinx; it's about Roxy. And I feel like that whole thing with Aiden, this has been the same thing. That this is where Britta is used to being at a certain – being adored and esteemed at a certain level. And now she's just in with everybody else, especially she's in with a group of girls that are so talented and it's fucking with their head. Mm -hmm. So she's going to do whatever she can, whether it's pushing Aiden down or reminding everybody I was New York entertainer of the year.
0: Well, now tell me if I'm using this term correctly, Taylor, because I'm not a mental health professional. though I play one on TV. (laughs) Do you believe there's a little bit of – what would this be called? I'm going to say transference, but I could be wrong. Where she's mad at the judges for putting her the bottom, but she can't be mad at them,
1: so she's mad at uh, Aiden. Projecting. Oh, so she's, okay. she's, she's projecting. Yeah, she's, she's projecting at – it's definitely been projecting at Aiden yeah. uh, this whole time. Uh, transference is more something when you're dealing with a – counselor oh, okay. in particular where you're oh, okay. and then counter transference is when the counselor does that to the patient. Okay. But um, it's, yeah, she's definitely projecting a lot of her insecurities on somebody who is probably go- – who was going through the same thing. Who was very open of it. That's mm-hmm. the difference between her and Aiden. Yes, Britta is a stronger queen. But if Aiden seems more willing to share, look, I, the voices were in my head and that's what caused – that's part of the reason of what caused me to go home in, in all of this. You know what's so funny? And I'm going to be careful
0: here because I do respect people's privacy. I was in a group therapy. And this is this happened years uh-huh. ago when I first started doing a group therapy. And there was a member of the group who – he would come in with these problems. And it's weird because everybody else's problems didn't bother me, but he would come in and I would get really, really angry, like really angry. I'm like, oh, this fucking guy again with these fucking problems. And I don't remember how long it took, but one day I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. He and I have the same problems. And Mm -hmm. I realized I was, my anger was at myself. Yeah. You know, we hate in others what we hate in ourselves. And, yeah, yes, uh, and and I learned I
1: that
0: yeah I learned that in group therapy and I think it's the same thing here is Aiden is there's something weird about Aiden that I don't get but I feel Aiden is at least verbalizing at least psychologically mature enough to like just say this is how I feel and to share it in a very weird maria the robot kind of way but to, like, share that information, and I think Britta hears that, and it's triggering things in her, and she just unleashes on Aiden.
1: Well, I, th- I think that's part – I think that is part of it, um, not even necessarily what Aiden says, but just that Aiden's not doing enough, and where in, – in Britta's eyes, and then you've got Britta who is – worrying about how she's going to get on top and it, it, it it's it's a trigger of sorts of where she sees somebody and especially when she sees somebody who is not up to snuff a couple of weeks ago and then she ends up being safe mm-hmm. i think that is where that that really kind of sets things off of okay well britta i think a lot of these girls i don't know any of them but i would think a lot of them especially after 12 seasons and four all-stars think they know what to expect when they walk in. Yeah. And especially if you walk in with a higher sense of self Mm -hmm. because you're New York entertainer of the year Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you walk in and suddenly you're seeing somebody who literally slept preparing for a challenge and they're safe. It fucks with your head. Yeah. And it's very much of the, okay, well what I thought this was, was, is not, you know, when we talk about the, the elimination day, you know, where Heidi says at one point, she goes, Snatch Game was not at all what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of talking about the fact that it wasn't what they wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you can see where somebody who considers herself to be the shit is suddenly very scared by that. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. Uh, all right. Actually, we, we we go in on that little rant there in between going there. Jan is Bernadette Peters. What a horrible Bernadette Peters. Brenna yeah it's so easy in person not easy but
1: like she has a very distinct personality what are we gonna say taylor well and it's it's funny because they were talking about the idea with heidi when heidi was going to do leslie jones is you want to do somebody where you don't have to focus on the voice the whole time mm-hmm. because you don't want to suddenly change voices we know vanji did that with the cash me outside girl last year and jan kind of did that where she started off really 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 high with the but and then but like the next she was between Bernadette and Jan, as far as you could see, that the level that she needed to keep that squeaky cupie doll voice at wasn't wasn't staying. And you could also see when they were showed to her that she was getting in her head because she was watching other contestants do better than her, and it was it was it was fucking with her, and it it, it doesn't allow you to stay in the zone.
0: Well, look, it's the here's the deal: is she fell in? I, I'm literally people. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna plug this now. I was gonna plug it later. L.A. sketch and improv comedy legend Laurie Roggenkamp and I (laughs) for Rulaska Thoughts. It's a show where we do a deeper dive into the episode every week, into the themes of the episode. For Mm -hmm. this week, we are going to do a very, very, very deep dive into the Snatch Game. So, uh, Patreon.com, slash Afterthought Media. Anyway, here's what I'm going to say. Is... Mm -hmm. She fell into a uh, Big Snatch Game Mistake number two. Okay. I'm going to do this character. I think she thought she can do an impersonation of her, which she didn't. She just broke into high school. Bernadette Peter, I can't do it, but has a funny way. Of, there's somebody famous who can do it. And it's really good. Uh, of pronouncing
1: words. She pronounces words in a really weird way. Like, well, she has like a cupid doll almost with a lisp. Like yeah. what, where she almost like talks like like she she kind of like keeps your lips yeah. together like She's this into, all the time into, so like, when she says things yeah. they come out in a weird way.
0: You know, like I can't do it, but like yeah. But on top of that, this is mistake number two, and this is what Jan did. If they go on there and their responses, and actually, I would say that Jackie's was veering to, was was pushing the line here, but it, but Bernadette uh, Jan is Bernadette really went over the line here. I'm going to do a Wikipedia article. on. I read a Wikipedia article about this person, and now I'm just going to regurgitate facts about this person as my responses. So um, okay. what would Michelle Visage serve her kids? Greens, greens, nothing but greens. And I'm like, which is a line that she sang. And why would Bernadette Peters, as an answer to a question, sing one of her, like, lyrics from her songs? And then, like, it was awful. It was horrible. No. Okay. Next is Widow Von Du as Tina and Ike Turner. Now, look, I didn't watch this What's Love Got to Do With It. Is there yeah. a part where Ike tries to give Tina cake or something? What was Yes. This? Okay. Yes. There's explain something this, where at it, one
1: point he, he goes to give her cake and she doesn't want the cake. And he eventually smashes the cake in her face. And I I think he, well, he beats her. So, and he's – that that was a – when he said, "I want to do Ike Turner too," both my husband and I went, "Ooh, that's yeah. not a good idea." You yeah. should have punched him. <laughs> Talk himself. about in today's day and age, doing Ike Turner is not not the best thought out plan. Yeah,
0: everyone should know that Ike Turner, who was Tina Turner's first husband, and yeah. he used to beat the living shit out of her. And what's yeah. funny is, if you don't, the New York with the New York Post that has the really great headlines. I think so, yeah. I think it's the New York Post. I would say the the best headline they ever had, the best headline they ever had, it's my favorite ever, it made me laugh out loud, was when Ike Turner died. Mm-hmm. The headline was, Ike Turner beats Tina to death.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's horrible. But it's, it's so funny. Close. It's funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love Tina Turner. When Tina Turner eventually dies, that is going to be a sad day in this house. I love Tina Turner. So but but getting mm-hmm. back to widow, mm-hmm. it wasn't it was one of those where you she talks about this <clears throat> and she talks about this afterwards of that deer in a headlight that I think that she thought that she could just sort of do the where she kind of moves her moves her shoulders and kind of rocks back and forth. Yeah. Not realizing that Tina isn't necessarily somebody that would be you would consider to be a funny Mm -hmm. character. There's not a lot you can do with Tina. Tina is somebody who is as far as, you know, rock and roll royalty. She is revered by people, but she's also somebody that is very poised and very um, beloved by you know various various musicians and i think to, to go what you did as far as take somebody that rue knows and then make them filthy i feel like with that that would be almost considered disrespectful because she is somebody who rue loves yeah. so she kind of she got herself into a corner there i mean the thing where she said cake and then at one point where she said where's Teenage?" she goes it's i can Teenage, it's i can teen, which is a line from the movie as well mm-hmm. um That was kind of veering and funny, but, and they obviously did not, if she said jokes, they didn't make any jokes about him beating the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. But talk about just not a a very forgettable, a very, very forgettable years from now. We'll say, who did Widow Von do? And then one random person will say she did Tina Turner, but we won't be able to remember that. She made
0: mistake number three. Oh, RuPaul likes this person. I'm just going to do them. Yeah. I will say you're right. It's hard to make... remember, my, my rule was, not just someone that Rude loves, but who's known for not... Who's known for being, like, pure and innocent, okay? Mm-hmm. And then make them dirty. I, Tina Turner, not that you think she's uh, a, a horrible, human, nasty human being, but she is a sexual presence. She has a sexual energy. She is a complete woman, like... Like, not that we've ever heard Tina say anything dirty or anything like that, but it wouldn't be out of the realm. It's not funny. It's just like, okay, she said dirty things, whatever. It's just Tina it turns <laughs> yeah. in dirty things. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's just just because you do someone that RuPaul likes, Diana Ross is another trap that people fall for. Like, yeah. you have to make that person funny. You have to make that person funny, and it's harder just because RuPaul loves them doesn't mean you're an instant uh, wit. But again, weaker snatch game. She's safe. Yeah, she was safe. Uh, all right, all right. Now here's one we have to talk a lot about: Gigi Good as named Maria the robot, really doing Sophie the robot. Uh, your thoughts, Taylor, on this?
1: I we liked her. We thought my husband and I thought it was very funny. Um, she showed that she, that Gigi can be filthy. I think mm-hmm. that Gigi is sort of one of those, you know, a I, I underdog as far as that she. I think people came into this thinking oh she'll be she's just a look queen mm-hmm. and as she has shown that she has some comedic chops yeah um and willingness to go there with stuff i mm-hmm. think that shows that she is a really strong contender for be for being at the end of the um making it all the way to the finale i now tell me why i why i'm wrong no no <laughs> no i i
0: agree with everything you said actually the only thing was maria the robot didn't really make me laugh as much as uh, the editors and, and everybody wanted me to believe. I do believe it was a very clever choice, and in fact, I want to because we're not going to really talk about talk about. It. Was there anything on Untucked you wanted to talk about?
1: No. Yeah. No, because I didn't understand what you were talking about. So, mm-hmm.
0: so what I'm going to say is this: is there was a moment on Untucked where Sherry Pie, even though they don't really show it, but you can tell Sherry Pie is part of the conversation, and Jackie Cox are telling the other contestants, how are you guys bitching about this? Because of all the challenges on RuPaul's Drag Race, this is the one that you know is coming and you have the most time to prepare for and to get ready. Now, Jackie Mm -hmm. Cox is, of course, speaking from experience because her character is very studied. We will get to Sherry Pie when we get to Sherry Pie. But it's very, very studied. Okay, so of course she prepped like nobody's business. She did her homework. And Jada, I think it's Jada. I can't remember if it's Jada or Widow. One of them says to them, that's easy for you two to say because this comes naturally to you two. But for someone who this doesn't come naturally to, it's very difficult. And th- th- you basically shutting them down because th- they're already good at that. And it's a valid right. argument, except... For the bitch who fucking won, she did her homework. She's not a natural comedian. She's not a funny queen, but she did her fucking homework. Like she knew everybody knows you're going to do Snatch Game and she prepped and yeah. she got it ready. And she, maybe she had coaching, maybe she didn't, but she got her Snatch Game character and it was ready. They, she herself, the winner of the challenge was proof. Of the of the advice, the other two top were cons- were saying. Remember, these are the other two top queens. The one who won isn't a comedy queen; she's a look yeah. queen. But she did her fucking homework. Another case in point: I don't think she won her season, but she did very well. Was Aquaria? Aquaria's not a funny queen.
1: Yeah, but that's she a good- did. She did her fucking homework. Aquaria, Aquaria won Snatch Game. Oh, she did. Oh. Aquaria one-snatch game. Yeah, she did one-snatch She's
0: game. another perfect example. A look queen mm-hmm. who did her fucking homework. The, uh, yeah. Crystal, I mean, sorry, Jackie and Sherry Pie were 100% on the money. You know this is coming. You have to prep for it. Just because, Widow, just because you said show someone that Rue likes. Yeah, and Cardi The Cardi B and Tina Turner, yeah, the, what, they weren't funny. All you did was just say right. that you had a nice butt and talk about It's basically, ugh, I can't with them. Anyway, okay. uh, so anyway, back to Gigi Good. Um, it was, I think she won because it was, it, 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 she proved RuPaul wrong and RuPaul appreciated that, that RuPaul thought she was going to be really bad. And she was, I feel, I don't feel Gigi was bad. I just feel she was competent. Uh, you know, she was the, the best among lessers and I don't know the phrase, right? But, um, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I could see why Gigi won. Uh, it, it was amusing, yeah. you know, but I, I never laughed. I didn't even do like a, not even that. I was just like, what is this? And, and like, I and a chuckle. Was, nope. no. Nope. And I even think RuPaul's laughter during her segments was forced. Okay. okay. Um, next, we have Aiden Zane as Patricia Quint. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> it felt like Aiden was court ordered to be on the show and do Snatch Game and so yeah. she was doing the minimum
1: uh, it it feels like Aiden at this point said i'm da- i'm out so i'm i'm not even trying anymore
0: or is it do you think
1: it is the
0: proof that the girls wanted to be seen that Aiden is lazy cuz it is laziness
1: it could be, I mean, she, anytime they showed her, it was just, I don't even know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I know where that was the only thing that she was able to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at one point even asked, when was the, you know, some, somebody, somebody, one of the confessionals says, you know, Vru is trying to volley all of these things, throwing these softballs at her to try to get her. And she's just not, she just has no idea what to say, what to do. Is that a question of she just suddenly froze or where she really didn't have any information. I mean, you know, when at one point when Bruce says, what year did you do Rocky Horror? And she has no idea. She says it, which the, I think in the snap, and untucked, tucked, I think she says it. I think she says, I don't know what year was, why would I know that? I don't know what year was made. Right, but that's, I mean, that that is the thing that Patricia Quinn, that is the only thing that Patricia Quinn is known for, to mm-hmm. the best of my knowledge, the only thing I know her for. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know her name. I just knew her as Magenta. Yeah. And to do the older version of it, This is an example of if you had somebody who had done their research and had practiced and had gotten it ready, much like with Gigi with the robot, it could have been somebody who you knocked it out of the park. But it also you wanted to be somebody that is known within the zeitgeist. I mean, this is an example between her and Poppy. Neither one of them are necessarily known by everybody, but for completely different reasons. I'm sure there's lots of people who unfortunately have never seen the rocky horror picture show Mm -hmm. so don't have that point of reference so then to create a character that was just she just sort of looked like she was doing old lady drag in a high school musical Mm -hmm. and it it just was it was anytime they went to her you you died a little inside because it was just it was not good
0: first of all it was the case in point of you remember a couple weeks ago they did the improv challenge and Jackie Cox is trying to teach the yes and principle. This is the example. Yeah. Like this is the opposite of you. This is what they're talking, telling you not to do. If someone gives you a piece of information, you're like, I don't know. Well, what what is RuPaul mm-hmm. supposed to say to that?
1: You know, right? I don't know. I don't know where am yes I? Yes and it's no but. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, I don't know. And you're like, okay, well, there's nowhere to go with. I don't know, or I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm drunk. What am I here? You're shutting them down, and so there's nowhere mm-hmm. to take. The bit, and I think that was. I think here's what I think. I'm speculating. I don't know this. I don't know this. Patricia Quinn, medicine woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know she lives in. I, my speculation is that Aiden Zane lives in some shit town in Georgia, wherever he's from, right? It's just outside of uh-huh. Atlanta, right? And Patricia Quinn probably lives in this little town, and she's like the local celebrity because she was in a movie 550 years ago, and um. And he wants to kiss her ass, so he probably went to lunch with her. And she's like, "Ah, you know," and he's like, "Listen, I'm going to be on this t- TV show. What's a TV show? I don't know what that is." And she's like, "Well, I'm going to, as a, to honor you, Patricia, I'm going to do an impersonation of you." Alright, that sounds pretty good. I like what you're going to do there. Uh, can I blow with you then if you just mention my name a couple of times? And he's like, um, I'm gay. And she's like, do not matter to me. As long as you come my mother, and my titties all I care about. You know? So the point is, I don't know. I, didn't, I went somewhere. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I think I was fantasizing about that. Anyway, um... Oh. The point is, I think he he she he knows her, and he wants to impress her, and it's a lazy thing to do. It's lazy. It was horrible. It's one of the worst Snatch Games in the history of the show, I'll tell you why. Because the there were worse ones. You know one of my favorite Snatch Games ever is this little midget who, when she did Beyonce, and she's falling all over the place, right? And uh, <laughs> what's her name again? <laughs> Kenya Michaels. Kenya Michaels.
1: You can't say midget anymore.
0: Kenya Michaels... Is this <laughs> running around like a crazy person, falling off the chair, being, you
1: know... Isn't she farting in it? She's farting, like, farting, you know, all
0: kinds of crazy things. Now you're saying, oh, well, that's worse than that. Yeah, but it's so bad, it's wonderful. This is just bad and boring. Yeah. You know, it's bad and boring. The level of unprofessionalism, too much. Far too much. Uh, all right, Britta as Jennifer Holiday. Your thoughts.
1: I, okay... There was part of me that was, I found this almost offensive, <laughs> yeah. just of the, because, you know, Britta is not Black, she is Polynesian, as mm-hmm. she has said in the first episode that she was in. And she's doing this thing where she's like, got her mouth really big, and she's just where it's, and I, and when you watch old video of Jennifer Holiday singing, she kind of does that, mm-hmm. but it, there was something about it that felt Somehow racist to me, and I I can't necessarily put my finger on it, but I just I was very uncomfortable watching that. Now part of that might have been that those big choppers were like taking up my entire TV, but it was it just was not it was it was one note it was one note the entire time, and I don't I don't like it. It was horrible.
0: I don't know this Jennifer. I know who she is, but I don't know her personally. Yeah. It um it's you know again another snatch game uh pitfall which is it it's it, it's it's in the same area uh I'm gonna do I do a really good impersonation of this person so now I'm just gonna just repeat the same thing over and over again right yeah and I found the one little quirk that they have and I'm just gonna keep doing that's gonna be my answer for everything I have a friend who actually she does really funny impersonations I'm not gonna tell, I'm not gonna say who it is. Um, but she has really funny impressions. She makes me laugh. Her Instagram stuff makes me laugh. She's my friend. Whatever. But I remember years ago, we had a little bit of a falling out for like a week. I had a, And I apologized, mm-hmm. even though I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I just wanted it to be over, right? Right. But she came up to me and she goes, um, I have my Rachel Ray impression down. Right? Okay. And what was the word she said? It was some word, I guess, that Rachel Ray says a lot. And I go, okay, okay. I, no, 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 no. like cool or something like that right i don't remember something like that right it was say cool it wasn't cool but it was something like that right yeah and she goes oh i I finally nailed my rachel ray impression right and i go oh i want to see it I, you know i know this rachel ray i know she is and she went cool and i went okay what else and she was like no that's it and i go well you have to say more than cool you know and she got so mad that i criticized her said that critique right she didn't talk to me for like a week or two until I apologized. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing here. There's one yeah. thing Jennifer, that's, that's your answer for everything? It, it looked more like she was doing an impression of this Fire Marshal Bill. Do you remember Fire Marshal Bill, Taylor? <laughs>
1: yes, Jim Carrey.
0: Jim Carrey <laughs> was on this show called, I think he, he got a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had this start called uh, uh, In Living Color. Okay? It was on Fox. It was, a, it was a sketch show. And he had a character that was very famous at the time called Fire Marshal Bill. YouTube it. You'll find it. And yeah. it seemed more like she was doing fire marshal, fire marshal Bill with her mouth. Am I yeah. wrong?
1: No, no. When you say that, that totally. My husband posted a thing on Twitter saying that who, every time I saw Britta, I thought of it, it's Wario from Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of this, just this big, huge mouth, kind of coming at people. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know, and ev- that good. with every joke. All right, uh, Crystal Method as Poppy.
1: I guess she did it. I don't know. I mean, uh, Jonathan Bennett said that he went and watched videos after Snatch Game and said that she got it down perfect, but there's no point of reference for Rue. Rue has no idea who that is. Uh, so, following Jonathan Bennett's advice, I did have done this. I went to go look up Poppy's videos. Mm-hmm.
0: He's right. She nailed the impression, nailed it. Yeah. But the next step, you know, it. it how do you it, I, it's a character yeah she nailed the impression but how does that character live in a real world in the, on snatch game Does that make sense and by the way i'm not disagreeing that that's a, that would be a difficult challenge it is a challenge that's probably why you wouldn't choose poppy as a character you know on snatch game but yeah. um yeah what well, the it
1: was well, like it's yeah it's kind of the same reason why you wouldn't choose Eldebarge Barge like Rue wanted her to be. Where she's like, "You should be." Eld- what is funny about Eldebarge?
0: Barge? Elde Barge Paul. had like four or
1: five songs, yeah, that she might be able to, you know, jam into a reference for an answer. But it's there isn't anything. There isn't anything about Eldebarge Barge that is memorable as far as a personality goes.
0: Also, it would be the worst advice ever. One, what would Eldebarge Barge do? Two. Crystal has made it very known. She doesn't know who the fuck Eldebarge is. Yeah. And, and, and the way they're sequestered, there's no way for her to find out who
1: Eldebarge is. Right. How would she do Eldebarge? Just come
0: out in boy clothes? I'm like, hi, I'm Eldebarge. Right. Come out in boy
1: clothes and, and draw a little pencil mustache <coughs> over her lip? She that wouldn't, would, know, to would she wouldn't yeah. know to do that. She wouldn't know to do that because she can't look her up. Him up. She wouldn't know to do that, and she would get read to filth by Michelle for coming out and pretty much in boy drag.
0: Yeah. That, that was, it was awful advice. The the RuPaul just wanted to see him as Eldebarge Barge because she wanted it for her spank bank later. It was just some weird sick <laughs> fantasy that uh, she wanted to see. Uh, but uh, I appreciate the effort. But again, try just uh, just doing an impression perfectly isn't right. All right, Sherry Pie is Catherine Hepburn. Let's talk about that. <clears throat>
1: um. I mean, I thought that the, the thing with the the handwriting was funny. Mm-hmm. And when she tried to answer the one question of what kind of tree and it took her 30 seconds and she went oak, that was there's definitely she is somebody who clearly is familiar with comedic timing with with, you know, she's been trained in this. So it makes sense that she did as well as she did. And she was in the top three.
0: It was the strongest character of the night. It was the funniest character. I would not know if particularly funny, but funniest character of the night. The reason she didn't win, I'll tell you why 100%. Here goes. Raven went on What's the Tea? She was a guest on What's the Tea with RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she discussed on the show that if were she ever to have a chance to go back on the show and do Snatch Game... She would do a, a late-stage Catherine Hepburn, whose voice used to shake, and her hands used to shake, and the cards would be scribble, and then she would just say whatever the right answer was.
1: Really? hmm Okay.
0: And I think that's why Sherry Pye didn't win. It was okay. funny, and I don't think anyone's mad, and maybe she was doing an intentional homage to what Raven said, showing that she did her homework, but it's literally that's a no no you can find it on Reddit, but it's a quote from that like someone quoted the actual episode transcribed it yeah where Raven has said that's what she would do so uh, and Raven is her makeup artist, so obviously it would make sense that that uh sherry Pie there was a that. discussion
1: while she was applying her <laughs> uh, lip liner do you remember when I was on your show and this is what I said yeah. So, so I think we're,
0: something to think about when you're deciding who wins. So have a good show. <laughs> yeah. So as funny as Sherry Pie was, it wasn't her original idea. The funny thing, to, and I could see it even being an homage. But if people don't recognize the homage, is it really an homage or is it stealing? You know. Oh, that's stealing. That sounds completely like stealing. Because you would have to, you would have to really know that show to remember that. Luckily, there are fans who really do know that show.
1: and yeah, So you're talking about. Like people that really this is their this is their oxygen yeah. for them, so
0: so yeah, Sherry sense. Pine did a good job, but uh i it's not a winner for me because it's not her idea, um all right. It's time for Elimination Day. The Queen's return to the workroom to prepare for this week's runway. Jackie refuses Britta's excuses, saying they all knew Snatch Game was coming. Crystal and Aiden are nervous about their Snatch Game performances, but Aiden hopes her runway look can save her from the bottom. Widow reveals her history of abusive relationships and homelessness, which I want to get to that in a second, which led to her love for Tina Turner. Gigi comes out as gender fluid. Much like Rue's love for Crystal about the elder barge. When Gigi said when she was <laughs> Italian, there were other fluids going on too. Right when she said that? Okay, okay, okay. And tell the story of her beloved gay uncle who helped them feel comfortable to be themselves. Uh okay. Well we don't know how Gigi um what pronouns she uses. Um okay. So um all right moving on uh so what were your thoughts here on this elimination day uh Taylor I
1: I unfortunately yeah. the story that widow told is something that I hear a lot at work Oh you do um of yeah of where people are th- were th- especially the older generation of clients that I work with who were thrown out of the house because it was in the 70s or the 80s um and they came out as gay and that they would get themselves in whether they were doing sex work at some point or they were living living <laughs> on the streets or they were just kind of you know move, going from boyfriend to boyfriend because it was a warm place to sleep and mm-hmm. inevitably once once they got tired of dealing with the client my clients um and that's led to some very tough choices and and hard lives that a lot of my clients some of my clients not a lot Mm -hmm. some of my clients had to go through i guess my problem with her analogy of you know and i know tina turner went through a lot so that's why i wanted to honor tina turner Mm -hmm. and i wanted to do tina turner for snatch game is if you truly feel like you want to honor and respect tina turner Mm -hmm. why would you then decide to do ike turner very good there's something point. about that that speaks that kind of spits in the face of what so we're going to do a we're we're, we're, go, we're going to be um a character that has as a well-known history of domestic abuse mm-hmm. and rose up to be somebody who she was you know she was always part of the Ike and Tina review mm-hmm. but then rose up to become Tina Turner and was an enormous star in the '80s, mm-hmm. um, the the most of the from about '84 on, mm-hmm. Um and then some some in the '90s, but just was just this beloved person, not only because she was super talented, but also because of all this. So so the, to mm-hmm. then decide halfway through Snatch Game, you were then going to start to play the portrayer and portray the portray the abuser rather as someone who is aggressive and abusive. It 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 kind of it does it doesn't match up. It's, it's incongruent to me.
0: Look, it's so funny because you saw that as a mental health, which I completely agree with. It's a very interesting point I hadn't thought of. I was looking at it and, like, the way they segued into that was maybe one of the worst segues I have ever seen in the history of mirror moments. It was yeah. literally like, um, what did she ask? Like, oh, you love Tina Turner? Or, like, why did you do Tina? It was something. It was. I think once again, Sherry Pye was playing the role of the producer and was like, ask her some question that had nothing to do with what she was eventually going to talk about. Like, it was yeah. like, uh, uh, um, you know, hey, uh, you ever see uh, What's Love Got to Do With That? No? And I think that'd be even closer. It was like some, it was, I have to find it and I'm not going to go find it. But, mm-hmm. and then she goes, yeah, because Tina was abused and I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> like it came out of left field. Like it was like it was Yeah. She she either she produced herself and just jammed it in because she wanted to get her screen time, or a producer somehow I don't know. It it felt so weird and so out of left field and forced in the conversation that i was it it left me thinking about that the whole time but it was that's a good point you make about how if you went through all this why would you then portray the abuser in a way that when you were holding up for laughs it wasn't in a way that was we're laughing at because it it was just like it yes i understand what you're saying yeah there's you you were
1: laughing you 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 were laughing at stuff from scenes that were I mean I I've, I've seen what's love got to do with it and some of those scenes are horrifying to watch where they were there were they were just I mean there's there's a rape scene at one point and just on top mm-hmm. of just all of the, the emotional and physical abuse. Yeah. And to try to portray that as something that's funny, it it doesn't it doesn't connect for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um moving on to Gigi uh, what Gigi said I mean I think people Really like Gigi. I think this was the turning point where people really will love Gigi because she's talking. She's ta- she's she, she's speaking to two different parts of our population of the, Mm -hmm. of the LGBT population. Mm -hmm. She's talking to the young kids who get this a little bit more than I think Mm -hmm. our generation does and the generation Mm -hmm. above us um, as far as, you know, gender and fluidity and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And she's also talking to the older generation and talking about the importance of mentors Mm -hmm. and the importance of realizing that there are older, you know, relatives or friends of family or whatever you want to call it that played a role in our li- in our lives to let us know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Those of us that are fortunate enough to have that. I mean, you know, while I'm not, I, to the best of my knowledge, I don't have an LGBT, um, at, at, at my niece and my nephew and my little sister who are all teenagers, they all identify as heterosexual, to the best of my knowledge. You know, they all have gotten to see me as a proud gay man who is living my life with my Wonder Woman, my Disney stuff, and they all just think it's kind of great, and it's it's something where we, they, not you. I just saw that cock have an eyebrow. That um, it, it it speaks to the importance of gay elders, for lack of a better word, and that it's important that we keep those connections going to keep you know intergenerational stuff happening. So I I, li- I liked it, not for the reasons you did you pervert but i liked it for just kind of showing the importance of that that again that is something that has never really been talked about Mm -hmm. as far as people having other lgbt you know (laughs) we had talked about dahlia having the twin brother yeah but otherwise the idea of um dahlia twin dahlia twin (laughs) talking about you know gay gay mentors gay relatives gay you know that kind of thing
0: Mm-hmm. all right very good well Taylor it's time for your favorite part of the show it's time that we talk about the looks doing? the looks all right this uh, week the it was frozen extravaganza um Taylor your thought um oh I don't have the order right in front of me do you have a what
1: what do you what would t- tell me about your thoughts on the looks? I love the idea of the looks. I liked that they added the really cheap set, cold uh, <laughs> the iced trees um, to add to it. I find it interesting that they were focusing on the play Frozen and not mm-hmm. the movie for, even though they used Let It Go, which I know it's. But but it seemed well, like also, they were both are owned really, by Disney. They were trying really really hard to not say Disney. Or to say the film – and they even don't say – they don't even necessarily say Frozen. They say Frozen Eleganza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also find it interesting that nobody came – and I'm sure they were directed to do this. Nobody came in in an Elsa outfit. Yeah. Of the queens that were there, nobody came in in just a full-on – because I remember when that movie came out, turning to my co-host on Pod as my co-pilot and saying – after we watched Let It Go, I remember saying, you know, how – many queens are running to joanne's fabrics right now to get le- mm-hmm. blue sequins fabric to make these elsa dresses
0: oh well there so the is no one um, came out of that vivian Panay is known as a wig maker i believe it's vivian Panay, and there's all this drama surrounding it and i'm not going to get into it right but i think one of her big wigs that she sells is an uh an
1: elsa wig yeah, yeah. if this had been done last season you can guarantee nina would have come out as elsa yeah so, um, but I liked, I liked the, I liked the look. I liked the fact that everybody did a lot of, you know, whites and blues, you know, pale whites and blues. So they, they I thought the looks were pretty good. Are we going to have a video of that or? No, I forgot to pull it. Okay. Um, I could say my favorite look of all of them, because again, it was a variation on what was to be expected was Gigi's mm-hmm. as the ice cream woman um, with the, the uh, good nature, good nature. Is that what it's? But what was the old ice cream? Good mm-hmm. humor. Good humor. It's like kind of the good humor, the sexy good humor girl, mm-hmm. even with the little pink on the nose holding the big eyes. I thought that was very clever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she looked great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I liked Brita's look. I mm-hmm. thought Brita's look because it was it was beautiful, just the just the design and the shape of it. But I also liked that it wasn't just all blue and white. As much as I like that blue and white aesthetic, the fact that you had all of these different crystals that were all different colors of the hot pink and the orange and everything I thought was really good. My fear was at first, and it wasn't until she described it, that we've seen in previous runways where the lighting is off and it gives everything weird colored hues. I thought that was just the reflection of the lights, but then you saw that that was actually the colors of the dress mm-hmm. um, versus versus just the lighting. So I liked that. Uh, a third look that I liked trying to go through in my head I can't think of I can't think of a third look of anybody that we normally talk about on the show. Oh well, yeah, you know what's so funny? You're talking about Sherry Pie. I guess they didn't even show Sherry Pie's look. They didn't. They didn't even show her walking down the runway. You sort of forgot about her until they said coming up after the break, and you saw her standing on the end. We're like, holy shit! They didn't show her.
0: Yeah, because her des- no. her designer went on Twitter, pissed the show that they didn't show her runway look, and was like, fuck this show, blah 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 blah. look sherry pie did something awful okay and Mm -hmm. there are a lot of victims as collateral okay yeah like one of the victims being world of wonder one of the victims being the other contestants one of the victims being the people she actually victimized you know a lot of people got damaged as collateral unfortunately designer i think he designed almost all her outfits if not all of them you're one of the people who are damaging collateral. You can't be mad at VH1 for she hurt a lot of people, and so you have to think yeah. maybe watching her walk down the runway is painful to the people she victimized. It's not all about you, you fucking designer. Like, I, and I'm sorry that that happened to you, but a lot of people got victimized here. A lot of people. Yeah. If you think you're losing money or whatnot, like. like Guy, I, I don't care how fierce your outfit is. If Hitler's running down, walking on down the runway wearing your outfit, don't be like, "I want to wear that outfit." I don't care about Hitler. So you should be happy yeah. that they hid the outfit.
1: Yeah, the drag um, queen, look. The
0: drag queens who will hire you know that you did fierce work. That's what's important, right?
1: And I think that you know we. I am friends with one of my one of my nieces is friends with I can't remember his last name, but it's Casey something who has done a lot of the looks for I know he did Trinity the Tux uh lime green where it was like the zip tie mm-hmm. outfit. Yeah. He did Sasha Valore's uh, reunion look. Um very, very talented and I follow him on Instagram. And a lot of times he will take pictures of the outfits that aren't on the Queen. They're on another model. And show that uh, sometimes he'll wear them and show pictures of it. So there's no reason that you can't say to people, mm-hmm. you know, hey, this was my outfit, and not yeah. even necessarily use a picture of Sherry Pie, but mm-hmm. just use a picture of, you know, another model wearing it, yeah. and then people still get to see your look. Will it have the broad audience that Drag Race had? No, but at least then those who know will know. Yeah, and also like I said,
0: the hope is that other drag queens or people who buy those outfits will. St- yes Taylor
1: no I just thought of somebody else I like but go ahead F- please finish your thought
0: the other people who, who will hire you and give you money to the looks trust me every drag queen pays attention to that follows the people that you need to be followed will know you do good work regardless of the Sherry Pie stuff they will hire you you will be found what were you gonna say
1: yeah Crystal, Crystal, and the Mister Freeze inspired from back. I got, the, I got the reference right away when she came out, so I was glad that she said, "And I'm inspired by Mister Freeze." But I thought it was a very well tailored mm-hmm. and beautiful look. And again, she's showing us something different. I mean, she's still sort of, it feels like in the beginning, my complaint with her was that she's covering her face. So we don't really see who she is. And maybe as I've got to know her over the, I, I can make out who it is now, mm-hmm. but it also feels like she's modifying her makeup in such a way that I can see, I can see crystal in there where I couldn't see it in the beginning, and I thought everything about this, other than the, the wig, to quote a former co-host of the show, was a little thirsty. Mm-hmm. But I thought that the look and everything, particularly the pants and the and the blouse on top, everything was everything was absolutely great. Um, so I was glad to see that. Uh, as far as the least favorite looks go, Aiden looked sloppy, mm-hmm. um, and plus the weird thing where the contacts were slowly sliding around, where then eventually they were these weird slits, and the fact again they they, they did Aiden. And wrong with mm-hmm. the whole close-up yeah. of the eyes to show yeah. that. Because at one point I said to I said to Pablo, I'm like, did her contacts move or something? And then the last thing they show is that close-up. Well, when, that right when like, she's saying something
0: too. That's when she says something. And you're like, oh, yeah. that's shady. That is shady. She yeah, super that would, shady. Like, corresponds with it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Um any that other was, thoughts That was probably my least favorite look. Any other thoughts on the looks? Um Widow, Widow looked like Frosty the Snowman dropped a load on her face. The whole thing with the (laughs) things hanging off her face was not, Mm -hmm. it didn't quite get the look that I was expecting. Um, Jans, I liked the concept of it Mm -hmm. and I think, you know, you have to work with what you work with as far as silicone, Um, but everything was jiggling a little too much to really give it that feeling of being frozen, Mm -hmm. Um, but I did like her makeup and I like that she does occasionally get a little bit more conceptual. I know Mm -hmm. that she did the blue, the ball ball look where she, the blue face last time I liked that we're seeing things about her but it was just sort of okay mm-hmm. All right. what about did you have anybody that you really liked or really didn't like
0: no I don't remember I, I was looking at the look I have a horrible memory for it that's something that like I just I look at it and I go oh that's cute that's nice I will I will say for the most part I think I liked everybody's except for Aiden's I thought it looked for the most part pretty good I don't know I don't remember could everything have to rely on my thinking about the looks i don't
1: like talking about the yeah. looks. <laughs> okay let me ask you this what did you think things were staying in this section what did you think of the guest hosts guest judges i'm curious your thoughts particularly on jonathan bennett
0: so i looked him up on imdb to see what he's done since and i saw that he's yeah the, he's the host is it cake wars cupcake wars no. and oh, I think I thought, there's I thought... another
1: one that he's oh, okay he's a host of these there's a bunch of them that, yeah there's a bunch of them that all take place on the same set yeah and i know i've watched when i was uh sick a couple of years ago i would sit and watch cupcake war episodes on my uh ipad so, isn't he was is
0: isn't there. i thought cupcake War was hosted by that justin um he's the magi- magician yeah he's just his, his, his magician name used to be just incredible which is awful I can't remember what his real name is. Justin something or other, right? Mm -hmm. They've vacillated. Some
1: seasons are Jonathan Bennett and some are The Magician.
0: Okay. He seemed very host of one of those shows. It seemed very, very – he seemed very, like, studied and, like, I'm a host of a show. Hi. You know? I think he's transitioned to that rather than actor. And um, it seemed very, like, almost Ryan Seacresty. So there was something that that rang false (laughs) about him
1: okay yeah i because i find him to be super cute even though he is super like his eyebrows are tweezed within an inch of the life yeah but um he and he seemed to be having fun with the you know clapping and and watching everything that was going on and i just i find him cute and the daniel how do you say his last name francesi francesi um he was fun he was. He was. He was a he was good fun. host. He was. I was expecting him to be more.
0: But. Yeah, I thought was He clearly was a fan of the show and knew what he was talking about. But um, yeah, uh, they were. They were fine. They were serviceable. Everything was serviceable in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that. Is, those are the looks. The looks. The looks. All right, back on the main stage. Heidi, Jada, Jan, and Widow are named safe and excluded... excused. I'm sorry, from the stage. The top three of the week are Sherry Pie, Gigi Good, and Jackie Cox. Gigi is named the winner of the Snatch Game, leaving Crystal Method, Britta, and Aiden Zane in the bottom. After the judges save Crystal Method from the bottom, Aiden, Zane, and Britta are left to go head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song... The Broadway rendition of Let It Go from the musical based on the Disney film Frozen. After pulling out some pyrotechnics, Britta managed to outperform her competitor and sent Aiden Zane packing. Taylor the Boy, any final thoughts on
1: the episode? Well, I think Britta won because Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's able to move that mouth. (laughs) Like, that's a song that involves you, like, kind of having, like, a huge mouth. Whereas Aiden, I, there's time point where didn't like kind of barely knew the words mm-hmm. <laughs> to it. Whereas, you know, where it, Britta is sort of doing just that big kind of like the Jennifer Holiday, the ha 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 sort of yeah. thing where she was doing that with it. And that was sort of the focus of it. I didn't quite get the pyrotechnics like, or felt, I don't know how she did it, where they came from, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> but it was it was an okay. I think the snow helped the fact that it started snowing and the mm-hmm. on the stage was was helpful to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean it was serviceable. But once again, she did the thing of where she stood in front of her competitor. and I have a huge problem with that. I have a huge, huge problem with that. I just think that is not that—that's not very sportsmanlike. I get that you're fighting for your spot, but it should be where the focus is on you, not taking focus away from the other person. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. Aiden kind of fell behind, <laughs> so I don't necessarily completely fault Brita for that. But I know that when she she lip synced in the past, she that that was an issue.
0: Look, it was Aiden's time to go, and everybody.
1: Knows. Oh yeah, no, I agree yeah, with that hundred yeah, yeah. percent.
0: Everybody knows, the producers, RuPaul, everybody knows that her time we good to go was two episodes ago. Three episodes ago. Uh-huh. Somebody you know, argued four episodes ago. Okay? And it's taken this long to get her in the right spot where she was worthy of being in the bottom two, where she could be placed in the bottom two, and they needed someone to send her home. Obviously, for story reasons,
1: the best person to put up against her was Britta. Okay? Do you think that was Mm storyline reasons that makes sense? Do you think that Crystal should have lip synced against her? I think no, but I'm interested in your reason. I would say no because I think the Crystal's look saved her. I think Crystal's look saved her, and I also think that when they went back and realized they didn't know who Poppy was, but when they went back and watched the videos and realized that she did a great Poppy, that that's what saved her.
0: Yeah, maybe, perhaps, good point. So, uh, and also, look, just for the storyline, too, they want to see Britta, who they may find her, send her home. That's sad. If you look at Britta's lip sync by itself, it borders on cringy, if not actually full blown cringe. Yeah. Like yeah. the way, you know, Laurie, on the first response, uh, Laurie and I sang, we lip sync to Frozen the same way that Britta lip sync to Frozen. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was like the way over pronouncing the words. Like, okay, bitch, we get that you know the words. Like it was yeah. very, yeah. very odd to look at uncomfortable. There was nothing spectacular about it. You're right. The snow and the pyrotechnics helped save her. Helped save her. Not save her. She would have won anyway, because Aiden at one point just right. gave up. Just straight up was like just send straight me. Straight
1: up just barely moving his mouth.
0: Was one mouth. was one level above um Charlie Hyde. Just standing there, We're just what, by yeah. what, by one percent, you know. Yes. So it didn't take much to send to have to send a home. Jesus, uh, shut up! Yeah. I'm talking. That was that was a reference to Charlie Hyde. I wasn't really saying shut up. I'm talking.
1: <laughs> Do you remember when he told, he told Eureka that? Remember that? <laughs> could you shut up for a minute? Yeah, could you, you shut, up shut up for a minute? Up for, I think that's a Could you oh. just shut up for a minute? So, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> I won an episode or at one point you go, shut up, I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Charlie
0: Hyde uh, was one well above that. But uh, but any other, if anybody competent would have got up against Britta, she would have gone home. I will say, though, that's a hard lip sync to do. Uh, that's a hard song to do a traditional drag style lip sync to. Uh, it doesn't have any kind of real like beat or like rhythm to dance or anything like that. It's a performance song. Yeah. But... Um, uh, yeah, it was cuckoo, no, not cuckoo no, it was cringy buringe. And uh yeah, yeah. so uh, it's time it's time for this Britta to go too. Now that Aiden's in other words, honestly, Britta is dumb. She should have been wanting Aiden to stick around because then the spotlight wouldn't go on her. Bitch, you have been in the bottom for two or three yeah. weeks in a row. You need to get this bitch she's like your human shield. Cause then now right. the eye of Sauron. It's going to be on Britta.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, Babalu said that. He said, hasn't she lip-synced like three times? I said, I don't think three, but definitely this is her second one. So she goes, uh, by by the general rules, and she hasn't necessarily done anything, to if it sounds like, to really impress Rue mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. I I feel like if Heidi lip-synced more than twice on a third time, Mm -hmm. she might get a save, whereas Britta is just kind of coasting along. Britta Britta has to lip-sync again. There's a good chance Britta's going home.
0: Yes. You're right. No, no. If if, if Britta lip syncs again, I think she's going home. Unless... Look, there were people like Coco Montrese and, there, and a couple other people who they were oh Cameron Michaels who were such yeah. good lip syncers that you're like, ooh, they maybe not," right? And they and it's true, they did. not I think Coco lip synced like four times. I think something with Cam yeah. Cameron did like Cameron four and five. Li-
1: they both lip synced four times.
0: I think when you include the lip syncs, Cameron has the most lip syncs. Yeah, uh,
1: because not, she when you include the finale, the finale
0: when you include the finale. But um yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if she goes up again, she's not a good lip syncer If the person even halfway... Unless the person, you know, falls off the stage uh, holding a Nazi flag. I think um, <laughs> Britta's going home. <laughs> One thing I wanted to bring up, and this is going to be... Because it, it's it's funny that uh, they... Carson brought up something very interesting. Oh, he actually made a very interesting Britta comparison. And then they glossed over a gay herstory moment I think is really important. Another comparable person to Britta is Wayland Flowers and Madam and the Madam Puppet did a mouth very similar to Britta. And yeah. they didn't know who Wayland Flowers and Madam uh, were, even though they were the same yes. person. But like, and um, what's funny is I highly recommend, it is so funny how Wayland. I only, va- well, before recently, up until like five or six years ago, I only had the vaguest memories of Wayland Flowers and Madam, but that should have been another mm-hmm. sign uh That I was a, a little gay kid because um when I would be little and my parents were watching Hollywood Squares, I just always remember liking Waylon Flowers, I'm not thinking gay or anything. I just really liked them; right. like they were funny, you know. Yeah. Um, and so Waylon Flowers was I I would consider him more a comedian than a ventriloquist or puppeteer or maybe a puppeteer because if you ever watch, you can find them old Waylon Flowers and uh, Madam videos. He actually uses the puppy theory that I have, which is don't do ventriloquism. <laughs> just move your mouth, right? Yeah. And then everybody will look where you want them to look and no one's going to care. So Wayland Flowers would openly move his mouth. He didn't do ventriloquism. But you were looking at Madam anyway, so you didn't care. Like, you, like everybody knows Wayland Flowers is talking, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and Madam was just that fuck. I think she was based on like a slash B. Arthur slash... Um, um i think it's b arthur and if you if you wikipedia you can find out who he based on but it's like it's like b arthur and somebody like this old fucking bitch lady right and um you can find videos where like i someone's doing madam right now and i've seriously mm. considered reaching out and somehow getting the getting that person's old too but let me, like i would love to bring back you know and madam i <laughs> I love it when you watch it it's a it's definitely comedy from its time. It's um but it's very gay comedy from its time. I think it's very she,
1: gay comedy, mm-hmm. it's very the humor is in, you know, old people wanting to be sexual yeah. and it's like golden girls. Just- yeah it's it's it was pretty much a precursor to the golden girls but on very 70s variety shows and like you said hollywood squares mm-hmm. madam had the madam's place where she had a sitcom for a yeah. while that was horrible that i think yeah. like one of the lander sisters was on and yeah. they never showed wayland it was always where she was always like laying in a bed but it was all these like mink blankets around her yeah. and stuff and yeah it yeah and wayland flower died
0: wayland, wayland flowers died of aids and um, okay. wow. Okay. And he was abused Pretty by Ike Turner. Strangely, I don't know why he, <laughs> Ike Turner abused him too. So <laughs> after Tina, he was he was abusing poor Waylon Flowers. <laughs> he went into a rebound relationship <laughs> yeah. with Waylon Flowers.
1: Yeah, I, hope, I hope this is still funny when we're burning in hell. But that, okay. That's... <laughs> well, they'll be there
0: anyway. Um... <laughs> So anyway, so Waylon Flowers was uh, Madam is like if you look at it like the one you can find on YouTube. It's interesting. He did an uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam did an HBO special. So it's much dirtier. You can see what Madam's nightclub act was like, and it's much dirtier. And uh, and uh, yeah, I think the world is ready for Madam to come back. And I think you have to have a funny comedian. So maybe I shouldn't do it. bring her back. I think gay, I think gay America is ready for madam to come back. I think they're yeah. dying for America, for madam to come back and uh, would
1: love to do that. And uh, honestly, it, a great platform to reintroduce madam would be drag race as a, yeah. as a guest judge. You're right. That would yeah. be really
0: great. You're right. Um, but the, I think the person who, like, I think somebody has the madam puppet. I don't know if there are actual rights to madam, you know, but someone, ha- someone like new Wayland flowers. And he has, put in, like, I don't know. He's doing it somewhere like you know, like in Branson or something. I mean, who knows if yeah. it's funny or not. Probably use the same old jokes. You know, talking about like the oil crisis in Jimmy Carter or something. Um, <laughs> or Knott's Landing. Or, you know, like weird right. man, like the 80s references that Madame would make. <laughs> um, okay, Taylor, any other thoughts on this episode?
1: No. We talked a lot longer than I expected to because it was yeah. sort of like a eh, – it's 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 – it's it's a high level of quality, but I'm kind of expecting it to be a high level of quality. Whereas I feel like other seasons, it's sort of like, well, let me just drudge through this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not getting that from this, but I'm also not I'm entertained, mm-hmm. and I feel like I should be wowed, but I'm not wowed. Yeah, does that make sense? It makes total. Sense. Just because you kind of expect them all to be really good because they are all everybody, to varying degrees, is a really really strong queen. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. Except for Britta mm-hmm. All right Well she is the, She is the queen
0: of New York I was entertainer of the year Why would I appear singing Frozen It's ridiculous
1: yeah. All right You know what I said To let it go mm-hmm. Let him go Into the river <laughs> With yeah. cement shoes Yeah Talking about wailing flowers And madam I would literally fuck her <laughs>
0: I don't even. That, I had no joke. Flowers. I just wanted to bring back Aiden
1: Flowers and I'd be sending flowers, black flowers, yeah. to Aiden's house to yeah. show her as a warning: don't yeah. show up wearing that stupid snowman outfit again. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke about AIDS and her name is Aiden, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't
0: do that. That would be inappropriate. Yeah. But imagine a joke, and it's so fucking funny, but it's so <laughs> inappropriate. Liver Rock, yeah. G and Rock Hudson are laughing right now. Anyway. <laughs>
1: They know, in, in hell, in hell,
0: with Waylon, Fla- Waylon Flowers, Rock Hudson, and Liberace are laughing their asses off. Uh, yeah, you know why they're laughing they're, their asses off? Because they got fucked so hard and they felt so good. I don't know why I'm making these offensive jokes about dead people. What is wrong? They're with
1: looking up right now and yeah. laughing at all of these jokes.
0: That's right, they sure are entertainment of the year in New York City. Alright, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DragRaceRecap If you want access to more season 12 content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Twitter and Instagram at P-I-M-C Taylor follow joe batance on twitter and instagram at joe batance that's j-o-e-b-e-t-a-n-c-e the theme song was written by lucian Piani and arranged and performed by alex lefevre this episode was produced by luke stamen drag race recap is an afterthought media podcast